Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So, do you remember when we were like teenagers or whatever, and there'd be that sort of fun thing people do where it's like, oh, you've, you've lost a bet, so you have to finish every sentence with, in my pants. Do you remember this, this fun game we used to play as kids? I mean, I don't remember in my pants specifically, but like in bed was definitely one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of that in terms of this show, Superman and Lois, because mm-hmm. that's what I thought everyone should say to, uh, <laughs> what's his name? What's the annoying kid's name? Jonathan. Every time they say something to him, they should finish their sentence by saying. No, no, Jordan, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Jordan. So Jonathan's fine. They should head to Jordan. Every time they say something to him, they say, and get a haircut. <laughs> Hi, it's good to see you, son, and get a haircut. Oh, no, you have to go defeat the baddie and get a haircut. <laughs> what do you reckon? It's, it's, it's ridiculous now, isn't it? It's all I can think of when I see him. I have dreams about just getting a razor <laughs> and just shaving it off for him. <laughs> oh, wow. Hello there, welcome to I Only Like You and Movies and occasionally CW-esque television shows. My name is Lonnie, mm-hmm. I'm here with Sine. How are you doing, Sine? Hello. I am fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you thinking back to our experience watching Superman Lois Season 2? I am a bit. Mm-hmm. We're just getting into the zone and okay. it's not going to be a very positive podcast, is it? Well, look... I think we've got a you know, there's a certain thing about expectations and <laughs> what do you expect of a television show and what's it what it's delivering on. Did we have high hopes for this season and it's perhaps were justified? I mean, I don't know if it's even high hopes or if it's just literally just hopes. Hopes. <laughs> just wanting it for the show to be good. Look, I think we really enjoyed the first season well we enjoyed part of the first season <laughs> the setup especially and how it's going and then i don't know this season too i don't think was very good and i think one of the reasons for that was that we could we watched the well i watched the first season i think it came out like watched half of it and then the next half as it came out um release each week this season it felt like it went on forever there's only 15 mm-hmm. episodes but it seemed like we got like Two in a row, then a break for a month, and then another three, another break. And I think some of that was because of COVID interrupting with the, the shooting schedule last year. But it felt quite disjointed in that. Like, every time we came back to it, we're like, oh, are they, are they still doing this? Oh, I thought this was over. Or we actually thought it was ending before it ended, didn't we? Because we thought, oh, it's been around forever. Yes. We thought it's going to be done by now. But no. Turns out we had another six episodes to go or something. Yeah. Did you think that's part of the, our response to this? No, I don't actually. I think okay. our response to this is just a really <laughs> stupid story. Okay. So the setup for season one was that um, Superman and Lois, they're like middle-aged. They've got teenage sons 
um, they're realizing that life in Metropolis is getting a bit too much, so they head back to Smallville and get the farm. And as they're living on the farm, it turns out one of their sons is developing powers like Superman. And also then they've also got to deal with, you know, world-ending threats like you do when you and your a superhero. Season two uh, picks up that thread again. We get less family stuff though, and it's more about this um, other world, basically. And it's a bit like everything else at the moment. It's all about multiverse, isn't it? In the in superhero world, yeah. I'm getting a bit sick of it. I think I mentioned that in our Doctor Strange podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think it. Wait, does it do it okay in this show? Or just another annoying example? Oh, this is like the most annoying example. Okay, righto. We should talk about what they do in season two. Mm-hmm. So there's this random lady named Allie who runs like a cult and mm. Lois's sister Lucy is involved in the cult and turns out the cult is sort of, sort of a ruse for what Allie actually wants to do, which is find her shadow self in another universe and merge with them because Mm. that way you become powerful or something Mm. and so there's two worlds there's the bizarro world hello love bizarro and regular smallville and basically she wants to combine those two worlds in order to achieve world domination i think Mm. (sighs) (laughs) yeah and i you see, you and I say this to ourselves privately, so we'll say it here on the podcast. We would I think we'd kind of more appreciate Superman and Lois in Metropolis dealing with mm-hmm. the newspaper, dealing with being a superhero there, probably less of the kids' stuff and more of like a monster of the week or like smaller threats each week rather than one threat dragged over 15 episodes. Mm-hmm. I understand that's what... Uh, Lois and Clark was back in the 90s, so that show's already been done to a certain extent. And I don't mind this fun, this show being a little bit different in terms of just taking a small bullet, let's make them parents to teenagers and things like that. It's kind of fun. But I just found the, the villain for this series a bit underwhelming. Yeah. I didn't care about Allie Alston much. I didn't care honest. about her. I didn't care about Lucy. Like, Lois and her dad are all like, we've got to save Lucy, like, three times. Mm. Oh, this, this woman even didn't mention <laughs> until now. Yeah. Do we really have to save her? <laughs> Do you know? I think that... You go. Uh, just a fun fact about Lucy, the actor. I didn't really know much about her. Just looking now. Um, she was married to Channing Tatum. Really? Yeah, though she's a dancer. Hmm. Before. Wait, is that Jenna Dewan? Yeah. Oh, no way. Is that yeah, her? Apparently. Oh, my God. I didn't... There you go. I don't know much about her, but... She's doing, she doing was, her best. But. She was in Step Up. Do you not remember mm, Step Up? That's how they met, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought they were divorced. Yeah, they were married. Not anymore. Oh, married. okay. All right. Why do I know so much about Jenna Dewan? <laughs> you didn't recognise her. She's a bit older now. I'm a fake fan. Apparently she's 41. I wouldn't have picked that. Anyway. People's people's age aren't their values today, so I don't know why you mentioned that. I don't know why you mentioned it either. <laughs> not relevant <laughs> you, to the point you, you at all. You brought it up, so... <laughs> Um, what were we saying? Sorry, I took us off track. Um, that we don't care about Lucy and her problems with the cult. Not at all. Um, I mean, I guess to a certain extent I do, but 
I'd kind of make it either make it about the family or don't, you know? Hmm. Things, things we liked much about the first season was about them being parents and, um, you know, how they'd, they'd come across a difficult issue with their raising their sons and they'd have a glass of wine on the porch and talk about it, you know? There's not a lot of wine on the porch this season, Lonnie. No, not at all. Is that your main complaint about the season? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did appreciate that when it happened. Um, I... I think they spent a lot of the season like separating them, and you know, at one stage Clark is in the Bizarro world for like four months or something, mm-hmm. and and then in the final episode, that's you know the most it's the one most close to my memory brain at the moment. But the Bizarro version of Lois is just like there, just looking at him. She just stands there. Very awkward, isn't it? Did they forget that they wrote any didn't write any dialogue for her, and then no, on set they're like, just, oh, just sit there I on guess- your wig. Yeah, I guess, oh, my God, what a season for bad wigs, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it, it felt a bit disrupted in that sense. Like, it's making it about the family being family, you know. And also, don't make it about some random other family. It feels like there was way more about the Cushing family okay. this season. I do not care about Lana. I don't care about Lana's husband. I don't care about the affair that he had. I don't care about them trying to get their marriage back on track. I don't care about Sophie, who's their daughter, who they forget about, who is just like, mommy, I'm scared, even though she's like 15. (laughs) Baby language doesn't work. Here is who I care about, Sarah. I care about Sarah. Mm. I care about Sarah and her camp kiss with a girl Mm. named Aubrey, Mm. who that was going in a great direction. Please, more of that. But no, you want to go be with Jordan. On the one hand, you've got Jordan. On the other hand, you've got mysterious camp girl named Aubrey. Obviously go for Aubrey. Obviously. Yeah, I don't know about that, hey. It it did seem like, you know, we've got to fill out a lot of this episode with random stuff and it's going to make it about the mayoral race and the family problems between... The marital problems between um, Lana and her husband, Kyle. But, like, it, it felt like that, that plot was just recycled for about six episodes. Like They just kept retreading old ground. Like, they divorced like, or they separated. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back and is trying to be mopey around her. And she's like, no, we can't do this. Again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Didn't really go the in a much with... different direction, did it? Well, no, it was the same with Lucy's storyline. Hmm. Lois and her dad apologized to Lucy like three different times. We literally had the same scene three different times. Mm-hmm. What's the progression in the narrative there? I You've know. already had this moment where they've had a heart to heart and said, I'm sorry for what happened when we were kids. And then Lucy's like, like okay, we're, we're family again. And then she pisses off in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Two or three times. You're right. Yeah. And after a while, it's like, why do we care about you, Lucy, if you're just, all you're going to do is betray us? I guess she was, she was kind of manipulated and... Potentially there was some sort of like psychological, you know, psychic stuff going on there. But still, still, get a grip, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, it's, it's a shame because it's a very well done show in lots of other ways. Like, it looks beautiful still. And I would argue that Tyler Hecklin is a really great great Superman. And so she's a great... He is a great Superman, yeah. And we've got a great Lois and Fitzy, mm-hmm. too, like. It's a bit like some other shows we've seen recently where it's like, you had such a good thing going for you. But mm-hmm. you've taken it out of wrong, the, just the strange direction, and it's hard to stay on with it. The other characters, you get a lot of play. Uh, John Henry Irons and his daughter Natalie, 
Mm-hmm. And again, their their storyline seems to be repeated a bit too, doesn't it? Where she wants to help out with her own suit, and he says no, you can't. And then they do it again the next episode. Re- reluctantly agrees, and then yeah. reneges on his offer. Yeah. Mm. And like, I don't want to be that guy, right? But what's the show called, Sinead? It's called Superman and Lois. Give me some Superman and Lois stuff then. Right? I don't know. give me the other randoms all the time. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, when they brought Bizarro in, I was like, yes. Mm. Okay, firstly, Bizarro is a great character in the mm. Superman universe. This is really interesting that they're going in this direction. But he died after like one episode, and that whole line of storytelling was just close to them. They didn't engage with it at all. I know. I don't feel like the interesting part about the Bizarro universe isn't everyone else. It's the fact that there's a version of Superman out there who's got all these powers but isn't quite mm-hmm. right. And so mm-hmm. Superman like has to stop him from destroying the universe, but also he feels for him because because they're the same. Mm-hmm. And he's gotta help him in that journey to to use his powers for good rather than just destroy him like he would perhaps other more violent antagonists, you know? Mm-hmm. Question about that though. Does Tyler Huckland get um, paid twice when he's playing, playing Superman and Bizarro so. in the same episode? I mean, I hope so. You did think so. He gets double pay that week, right? Surely. 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 <laughs> um, what did we like about this season? Hmm. Um, hmm. The Quintanero was, was fun. Yeah. We haven't even spoken about the fact that there was a musical episode. Oh, yeah. It, it's definitely part of her contract, <laughs> isn't it, that she gets to play a bit of music on screen. And she I, has to sing. I know. And then her, she gets this success after singing at this, like, tiny little dive bar that no one knows. I know. It's, it gets, like, 100 views on Facebook or something and everyone's going on like she's a uh, world beater. It's so stupid. Uh, it's so stupid. It is pretty strange. Um. Now, one thing that has upset the fandom in a certain respects, oh, yeah. we don't really—I don't think it's come across our desks really—is the fact that they established in the last episode that this is not the same universe as the other CW shows, like The Flash and Supergirl and whatnot. Yes, they did, which is quite interesting. Yeah, so in this universe, Superman's all they've got. He's the only hero. It was Lois's dad, right, who made the mm. comment. He said something like, "Yeah." On our universe, he's the only one we've got and seems to hint that he knows about other universes where there are other heroes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think he was part of, they had a big like um, team-up episode or series a couple of years ago with all the different heroes coming together across us on Infinite Earth, so they all came together. Um, but this is spun off from that, but also it's clear it's not part of that, and so... The heroes and everyone in this universe doesn't don't really have much awareness of the other worlds out there. This apparently has caused some confusion because there's that guy who John Henry Iron spoke to in the last episode, at the very last minute in the diner. Mm-hmm. His name was John Diggle, um, and he was in the first season as well. And everyone thought he was playing the regular version of himself, but apparently not. He's playing a different multiverse version of that character. Right, I'm okay. not really sure who he is because I haven't seen Arrow and whatnot, but apparently he was like Arrow's best mate and they would hang out together and now he's a bit, bit of a yeah, works for the S.H.I.E.L.D. sort of equivalent in this these universes. Right. 
but yeah, apparently that's a bit of been a bit controversial in the universe or the, in the fandom, I should say, because and it kind of hinted that they were part of the wider universe, but now it's like, oh, by the way, we're not. So sorry. That would annoy me if I was more invested in the show. That would annoy me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, and I think it's it's potentially like, you know, they've had so many seasons and so many years of building up these characters in Superman and Lois debut and those other shows. But it's like, oh no, you're not part of those, so don't worry about mm. it. Don't 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 bother getting invested for <laughs> so many years. Yeah. We can just throw it away when we want to. But at the same time, I think they were trying to establish this is a new show. Yeah, that's what we came about because it was a new show. And so you don't want to be saddled with, you know, 30 seasons of other TV shows to, to keep in track of. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Makes sense. It's been approved for season three. It has. Are we going to watch it? Well, this is the question, isn't it? I really didn't enjoy this season. Not even in a like love it to hate it sort of way, which I think I had a bit more in the first season. Mm. This season was just infuriating. The repetition of scenes was just really lazy writing. Mm-hmm. It was just really, it just wasn't good. The acting also wasn't very good. I'm not talking about from Superman and Lois or Sarah, but pretty much everyone else was not bringing their A game. <laughs> Yeah. There were some line readings, especially in the last couple of episodes, that were very questionable. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I just, I kind of thought it was better when it didn't take itself too seriously. When it was Superman and Lois on the porch having a glass of wine and talking about how to be good parents, rather than there's this woman who's got a voice modulator on and she's like, to combine our universes is the only option. Like, it's just... I don't know. It just seems really cheap and lazy to me. I feel like they they could have carved a niche here to do something Mm. interesting and engaging and, like, there's such chemistry between the leads and it's such an interesting story as well and it just feels Mm. like they're just spending all this time with these side characters who aren't as engaging at all and and don't don't really interest me. Yeah, there was a a certain level of confidence in the first at least the first yeah. half of the first season. It's like, you know, we're doing our own thing here and we're making a family show. And mm-hmm. then this season seemed to just devolve into, oh, no, the whole world's gone, the whole universe is going to end and we're just going to run around in circles trying to tell yeah. our story when what we were responding well to in the first season was 
the the more intimate family stakes, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's the thing about Superman is like that's the problem with him is that he is so powerful and so from a storytelling perspective, you often have to take him out of the out of play because as soon as he gets his powers back he can just save the day, right? Yeah. Which is what happens in this season, they they take away his powers yeah. and then <laughs> what do they do, Sine? They're gonna throw him into the sun to get his powers back. <laughs> Literally, when he was weak after Ali like took his powers, I said, "Why aren't you? Literally, you're in a suit that can fly. You're in like an Iron Man suit. Fly him to the sun. Mm-hmm. In every iteration of Superman, that's what you do. If he's sick, fly him towards the sun. <laughs> like, and yeah. I'm very glad that that came back in a story yeah. thing where they that just yeeted him into the sun. That was very funny. <laughs> but like one way to get around the the power level of Superman is to make the the stakes more personal and mm. make it not so much that he whether he can defeat the villain about whether he should or how he can mm. do that, how he can balance that with his personal life. And, yeah, it's almost like I feel like Superman and Lois were a bit forgotten about at various points of this season. Maybe. They were just – they weren't even the main focus for the episodes when – I don't know, you can have other characters, but perhaps they should be in support of the, the two leads rather than sort of crowding – Getting them, getting them stuck in the background. Mm-hmm. Well, what did you think about the little nod to our favourite Superman, Christopher Reeve, mm-hmm. when flies around the world to reverse time? Yeah, that was pretty good, wasn't it? I thought that was nice. Yeah, I like that. I, I just feel like we're missing a really great Superman um, portrayal. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this one is, is very good in... In the portrayal wise, it's as good as you can get on, on TV. And yeah, it just seems like there were certain things that took them down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people comment about, you know, Henry Cavill's out there, so why aren't we making films with him as Superman? Don't know what's going on in the DC world. There must be a contract thing there, because it still mm. feels like he didn't get a real go at it. Yeah, and I guess there's like. They've sort of moved beyond the the Snyderverse, haven't yeah. they, with with the new Batman and whatnot? It's sort but of too late now. There's still room, I think, there for a Henry Cavill one. But the, the comment I've seen, which I think responded quite well to, obviously, is that why isn't there a Superman where he is like the beacon of of shining positive light, a la Paddington? Hello, excuse me. How about that? Like a really positive, upbeat version of Superman. Which would be in total contrast to the the depressed and angsty version that we got with the Snyderverse universe. And he, he dies as soon as he appears, basically, and comes back and okay. whatever. It's Look, it's not the direction I thought you were heading. I thought you were going to refer to a Superman and Paddington crossover, which I was oh. <laughs> absolutely here for. <laughs> well, if you can cross over with the Queen, surely you can cross over with the real, oh my God. The real king of the universe. <laughs> yes. The Queen that would deport him if it was... Yeah. Real. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that'd be fun. A fun portrayal of, yes, he is the world's most powerful being, but also he's the world's nicest, and he got that because he happened to land on the farm of, you know, the salt of the earth, great people, mm-hmm. you know, in the country in rural America. That could be a way to tell that story, couldn't it? Could be. But yeah, just doing nothing, which is kind of they're doing now i think there is talk of jj abrams doing superman movie but who knows i think kobe probably got in the way of a few things mm. all right so i'm going to give you questions today 
Okay. You have been given the keys for season three of this show. What do you do? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Don't, don't have to do it. I quickly <laughs> resolve the story of Lana and her husband. All right. Put him on a bus maybe and... Yeah, okay. ship him out of there and make it a thing of the week that Superman needs to overcome. Or, better idea, the kids go away. I don't know. They go to boarding school or something. Mm-hmm. Superman and Lois move back to Metropolis, mm-hmm. work in the newsroom. That'd be That's cool. Clark and Lois. Okay. Um, there is apparently a, an animated show coming soon, which is, is like that. It's, it's them as reporters, which would be fun. Yes. And perhaps more interesting. That's all, all I've ever wanted. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I, th- I think they've got to go back to basics a bit, hey? And not, mm. don't, let's not have the world be in peril. You know? Well, why is no one asking questions about why all this stuff just happens around Smallville? I know, right? As soon as these two turn up. I mean, maybe there's some sort of, like, reversing time so mm. that people forgot that that happened. Mm. So then they don't ask questions, maybe? And I guess if anyone, like, asked a Justice Department, Lois's dad would step in and be like, yeah. don't worry about it, it's under yes. control. Yes. But even then, it just feels... Mm. I don't know. One final thing I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two things, actually. <laughs> First of all, here in Wikipedia, Sophie, the other daughter of the Cushings, yes. is, is uh, described as the spirited and rebellious younger daughter Sorry? I would not describe her with those two words. Spirited and rebellious. I would Firstly, say... she has no personality because she's had two lines <laughs> and both of them are, Mummy, I'm scared. Rebellious? If anyone's rebellious, it's Sarah. It's right. not Sophie. Sophie's like meek and retreating, I would say. What the fuck? <laughs> in- invisible and <laughs> forgotten. Are they watching a different show to us? Very what, strange. When has she rebelled? <laughs> she's not like... What's her name in that movie? Jan, Jan also. Jean also. I rebel. <laughs> That's a deep cut for the, for the fans, that one. It really is. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to get that. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is that in this season, we, we get the big reveal where uh, Clark reveals his true identity to Lana. Yes. Yeah. And she just basically is a bitch about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> The world's tiniest violin. Oh, I need to let my family, they should have the choice to not know. And I want to break up with you, people that I know. By the way, way too close to Clark. Their relationship, way too close. If I was Lois, I'd be like, I understand real, you know, very confident in ourselves, right? But that is your, like, other love of your life that we hang out with every other day. Maybe we could just, you know, just pull back a little dial bit. that back a little. Yeah. And the only but, fact that you didn't end up with her is because she moved on by the time you turned up again. Like, not like you broke up. That's true. Right. That's true. Hmm. <sighs> anyway. But yes, the, I don't know, the, <laughs> she's just, it's just conflict for conflict's sake. There's nothing driving it. They create this arbitrary thing where she's like, no, I don't want to be in touch with you anymore. You need to leave us alone. It's like, we've just told you that there is an evil version of yourself in another universe that's going to come and harm you and your children. Hmm. You don't want Superman close for that? No. No, why would you? Absolute loser. That's who she is. Yeah, and I, I, I get to a certain degree that she's 
upset because you know her best friend since childhood has been hiding this massive secret but also like it's not all about you you know it's not all about you go away (laughs) and he hate us so much and he has done this to protect you as well yes (sighs) i think for season three i'd probably bring back some more recognizable villains Mm-hmm. Potentially, they've been been warded off, or there's, you know, there's like lockdowns of what they can do. But like, give me some Lex Luthor, you know? No, no. Right? You want some Lex? No. Lex needs to take a back seat. I'm okay. sick of seeing iterations of Lex. Right. Okay. Give me Mister Freeze. Give me Poison Ivy. Oh yeah. Is she in this universe? Yeah, they're, they're, the more, universe. they're more Batman related, but okay. No, that's all right. They're, they're in the same universe. Well, who knows what's in this universe, but yeah. Well, exactly. Hmm. I don't know. I just, like, doesn't Superman have other people that he fights? Who are some of his villains? Go. Well, Go. he's got... Go. He's got Metallo. Oh, yeah? He, he, could be, he could be fun. But not like those 15 episodes, you know? I don't think he's that sort of that sort of person. No. You know? Um... He's got Mr. Mixer Pickle. Mr. Mixer Pickle. <laughs> Pickle? No. Mr. Pickle? No, it's a it's a weird word. Oh. Um, oh, the little mix, guy. Mixer Pickle. Yeah, he's like a little imp. I yeah. forgot about him. Yeah, no good. Um, Brainiac could be fun. Brainiac could be fun. Yeah, like a... Oh, Inter Gang they mentioned, didn't they? They're like a... Yeah. They're like a, a gang, if you can believe it. Um, but they they're like a like a mafia sort of gang, but they've also got weapons from around the world, and they often they're supported by Dark Side. Apparently, mm. else we go. I think the show could do well to take a couple of notes from Barry in terms of economy mm. of storytelling. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've signed on for like a fifteen episode season, and so to fill that, they need to have all this bullshit about. Lana's marriage and some yes, family dynamics yes. with Lois's sister and whatever because they don't have enough story to last the 15 episodes they've signed on for. Mm-hmm. Give them 10 to start off with and see what they do with 10. Yeah. And then give them eight and then see if we can like really cut this story into a really nice, polished, clean, mm. straightforward show about Superman and Lois. I think it's doable. I think it's doable in a CW-esque show. I just don't think the people at the head want to give that a go. They seem to think that more is more instead of, you know, quantity over quality, unfortunately. That's the thing about TV shows. It's not necessarily, well, there are different um, imperatives when you're doing a network TV show. It's all about making people come back next week, isn't it? Yes. There's not so much of that happening in Barry. They can tell a a longer story in that sense. They can all, Mm. there's less, less, um, yeah, it's just a bit different, different vibe what they're going for. But I, I totally agree. I, I'd rather have fewer episodes but a better story mm-hmm. and potentially tell some stories that are like, you know, a three-episode arc and then a new story after that rather than dragging out one little thing mm-hmm. and then having to fill so much of it with bullshit. That's just not enough. There's not enough mm-hmm. to do that. Totally, totally. Anyway. All right then. Well, that's been us talking about Superman and Lois. Rating wait, wait, time. Rating, rating, yeah, rating. rating time. Yeah. Um, I should have been ready to go. Okay. The way that I was. <laughs> One and a half. Right. Okay. I I just wasn't a fan. At all. Right. I'm gonna give it like 
two and a half. I quite enjoyed it, but they need a bit more. It's a bit let down from next season. I might give it a go for one or two episodes. I won't make you watch it though. Maybe you can do like first two episodes. Yeah. And then sort of feel it out, do a vibe check. All right. And then if the vibes are good, I'll jump in. Okay. I'll jump in. Okay. All right. That sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did review season one, which is a bit more complimentary. That's in our back catalogue. We've reviewed lots of other superhero stuff too in the past, mainly movies. Um, so get get it amongst that. Um, we're on Twitter, aren't we, Sine? We are, right? I only like you, Pod. We love getting Enjoying. a little message from our fans. You get updates from Sine when the episodes go out. And you do. You get a little gif, put a little gif in, yeah, just we'll, to we'll add some visual interest on your timeline. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, get amongst that. And until next time, we'll see you then. Bye. 